0: Okay, so our next major topic here is uh, sensation and perception. Now, a few chapters ago, uh, chapter two, I guess it was, uh, we looked at some of the biological bases of behavior, and uh, in particular, the, the human brain and nervous system and how those things work, right? Um, in this chapter, we're going to build on that quite a bit by looking at how information gets into the nervous system, right? Um, remember that, um, that the human brain has no direct connection to the outside world. It's encased in... Uh, bone inside of the body and um, so it relies on sensory systems to bring that information in Uh, and then it's got to make sense out of that information once it gets there so that's actually what our two major processes are in this chapter sensation and perception Uh, sensation has to do with getting information from the outside world and translating it into a neural impulse to be sent to the brain now, there's a lot of information that your brain is going to want uh, from the outside world, visual information, sound information, temperature, um, uh, information about um, movement and position in space, um, <clears throat> uh, tastes and smells, all kinds of different um, stimuli that are going to be important. Right? <clears throat> and so we've got a number of different uh, sense organs uh, spread throughout our body uh, that, um, that detect particular kinds of sensory information from the outside world. What that's what those sense organs do, and you might think of uh, your eyes or your ears, you know, as a typical example here, is that they take some um, <clears throat> some stimulus from the outside world, whether that be um, sound vibrations or light, uh, and translate that um, into a neural impulse to be sent to the brain. That's the process of sensation perception is what happens then when that information gets to the brain and the brain has to make sense out of it because remember again that all this information coming into the brain is going to be in the form of neural impulses but some of those neural impulses are representing visual information and some are representing sound information and some are representing pain information and so the brain has got to be able to uh, uh, make sense out of I was going to say perceive but uh, it is perception um, make sense out of Uh, what that information is, uh, and that's the process of perception. Now, uh, a lot of what we know now about how the brain works uh, has come from studies of sensation and perception, uh, looking particularly at input into the brain, right, particularly visual input. A lot of what we know about how the brain is organized comes from uh, some studies uh, that started with that. Um, Now, of course, getting information into the brain isn't the only thing. The brain's got to do some stuff with it uh, and then also um, send information out to the outside world. And we'll cover some of those things uh, a little bit later. Here, we're focusing mostly on how information is getting into the brain and how the brain makes sense of it. So, um, so the fascinating part about this chapter, I think, is um, not just uh, how sensory organs work, uh, but the perceptual processes of how your brain actually makes sense out of these things. Your textbook has some really good um, illustrations and graphics in this chapter. One of the best things about this textbook is this chapter uh, and the visuals in this chapter. So please make good use of them. Uh, There's there's first a diagram. Let's see if I got the diagram number. Um, This might be an old version. Uh, Figure 5.2. I don't have the textbook in front of me, but uh, that looks at um, the four basic processes in sensation and perception, where there's a physical stimulus, uh, sensation, transduction, that's that translation process of taking, say, light or sound energy and making it a neural impulse, and then perception. And for each of the sensory modalities uh, that we look at in this chapter, your textbook also has a diagram set up very much like this. So there's one of these specifically for vision and one for hearing and one for taste and smell and different things like that, right? So it's a very nice way to have all of that information um, consistent and uh, presented um, uh, in the same way visually. So please make use of of the uh, uh, graphics in this chapter. They're really good. Now, there are a few things that um, that we need to look at with regard to any sensory modality to begin with. Uh, Things like sensory thresholds and um, stuff like that. But most of this chapter is gonna be looking at the different senses and how they work. But perhaps more importantly for a class in psychology, uh, the perceptual processes of how the brain makes sense out of that information. Um, One of the things that you'll notice is that uh, uh, as i already mentioned we we've learned a lot about how the brain processes information through studies of vision and visual sensation because we can know what is being presented to a person's brain and then we can see something about how the brain uh, uses that information, or um, <clears throat> or how it's um, represented inside the brain, or things like that, right? And so, what comes up here a lot is the um, is the study of visual illusions. Uh, visual illusions are interesting in and of themselves, but they're very informative for telling us about um, perceptual processes. Because if you think of a visual illusion, essentially what it is is where there is some mismatch or some error uh, between sensation and perception. Uh, In a visual illusion, uh, your eye senses the stimulus as it is, but something about the way that that stimulus is set up fools your perception so that that your uh, brain thinks that things are different colors than they really are, are, bigger or smaller than they are, things are moving when they're really not or something like that, right? So since these are essentially errors of perception, then um, we can trace backwards to see how normal perception works. Because most of the time it works pretty well and and it's not fooled. It's actually amazing um, how how good our perception is as far as uh, that we aren't fooled more than we are. But visual illusions uh, give us a way of studying uh, some of those errors. Notice that this is very much like the um, uh, the strategy that's used in other areas of studying uh, psychology, just like when we were looking at uh, human development and uh, in the last chapter, and Jean Piaget studied his kids' mistakes in thinking and figured out how they must have got to those uh, mistaken answers, right? So he could work out... Um, Uh, how they were processing information. A similar kind of thing here with with visual illusions. Now, there are other kinds of uh, illusions also, not just visual, there are auditory illusions, there are tactile or um, uh, touch, essentially illusions. Um, And uh, so keep that in mind as you're reading about sensory perception, Um, yeah, uh, visual perception, because while visual perception uh, is gone into most deeply in your textbook mm, for a number of reasons, um, uh, we can have, um, sorry, This um, what we know about uh, visual perception can tell us a lot about perception of other sensory information as well. One last thing that I'll mention to you about um, that uh, I find fascinating about um, perception is that um, <clears throat> sometimes I think people assume that uh, our brain's ability to perceive things in the outside world is built in, that it's hardwired, that it's part of the structure of our brain. And to some extent, it's not. To some extent, it is learned through experience so that um, we learn to make sense out of visual information by interacting with the world visually. There have been uh, studies of where people have been blind from birth uh, because of congenital cataracts, uh, and then they were cured of those those cataracts, were repaired surgically, and suddenly they're able to see, and the visual system comes online for the first time in the person's life. They can see, but they have trouble making sense out of what they see, and it takes a while for the brain to be able to figure out what all this input really means and how to make sense of it. Um, so, keep that in mind also, that um, that perception is um, not something that is necessarily fully innate in the human brain. It's something that we learn through experience and interacting with the world around us. All right, so sensation and perception. Oh, where's my bongo drums? They're around here somewhere. Oh, there they are.